part of me getting DDoSed over the last six months uh, resulted in me learning how to DDoS someone. So, not using the low orbit ion cannon. <laughs> no, don't do that. Because <laughs> that's like one way ticket to FBI questioning yeah. cell. Yeah, don't do that. Cause <clears throat> if you're gonna do that, do it from a public Wi-Fi with your MAC address I, changed. I only DDoS myself. That's right. I'm pen testing. I'm pen testing myself. <laughs> All good here. Moving on. Please. March 13th, 2013. This is episode 46 of Yats. It's yet another tech show every week right here, Wednesday night. Yet another tech show.com slash live. Watch us live. That's our website. So I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, we have Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant? What's going on, everyone? We got Larry Press, Professor. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. And Mr. Mike Boudet. You may have caught him on Attack of the Androids a couple episodes ago. What's up, Mike? Hello, people of the world. I like that we were able to find a fill-in with the same name as the guy he's filling in for. I just feel like that makes this a lot easier. I can just be like Mike, and, and I mean it's yeah, that's me. Yeah, you like might confuse, the, it, it might confuse folks in the show notes, but we'll, well see. Well, that's fine. Show notes are your thing. I ain't even worried about that. Of course, <laughs> not, not for this show. <laughs> Which I'm you for my character is he? Uh, what is he? This is the funny iOS guy. I remember this guy. I subscribe to him on YouTube. I like him. He makes me laugh. He makes me feel good about my poor investments. But yeah, definitely, you guys can read the show notes at yetanothertechshow.com for each episode and watch the rerun of The Hangout if you want to see video or listen to just the audio. You can have it all your way. I feel like we're a crappy fast food company. But we talk about tech news. So, you guys want to start with, man, there is so much. I feel like, I guess we should start with some sad news. Google, again, doing some spring cleaning, if you will. Getting rid of some services. Maybe some stuff you don't really care about. Building Maker, Cloud Connect, uh, voice app for BlackBerry. I know that's going to really hurt some of you but then there's one in there that i feel like a lot of people use but maybe maybe i'm delusional here google reader is getting killed yes. reader yes. was launched back in 05 and ever since i have filled it full to the gills with rss feeds in all sorts of categories and then when when android came out and beyond pod came out and it was like hey do you have your podcast feeds in a nice bundle in google reader i was like yeah i do i totally do and it was like just give that to me pick what you want and boom there it is i am heartbroken right now we've been passing around the save google reader hashtag on google plus like it's actually going to save a life or something but i don't know man and is this something you are are do you care about this as much as I do? 
You're heartbroken. I'm more pissed than anything. <laughs> You're angry. Sorry. I'm in denial, yeah. and I'm about yeah. to cry. I'm like, come on, man. I, I'm just because, like you, I use it so much. You know, it feeds into other apps and whatnot. Um, yeah, it feeds into a lot. Desk or, yeah, whether I'm sitting at other. the desk on the on the internet or sitting on the couch with the tablet, it, it's it's giving me everything that I need, man. And and. And, and the funny thing is, I, subscription. I bet all the people that use it, use it to f- to power third party apps. You're using it in like my sixth sense or currents yeah. or beyond pod. You're not the only thing I ever go to google.com slash reader for is when I'm getting ready for a podcast and I need it just a quick way to search through a bunch of stuff. Like that's, that's where I go for that. But other than that, like all of my consumption is done via these, these apps. Yeah. That's no, absolutely I, true. I'm a, just, I'm a market. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I I use it on the desktop. And I'm a, I agree with Ant-Man. Why do they have to kill it? Bad idea. Anyhow. I, I, I'm a marketer, and I, and I, you know, read a lot of blogs about SEO and PPC and all that stuff. And, and I put them all in, in Google Reader, and I use uh, the apps that are on my iPhone to uh, – log into that and pull the, the, the RSS feeds out and, and feed it to my phone. You use it as an aggregator. Google mm-hmm. has so many, so many apps. Why haven't they come out with a reader app? I mean, that's just so I, – I can't believe I'm – Well, like I currents? Mean, or are you talking – do you mean like a, a specific app that is reader? Like they have an Android app, but it's just really crappy. And maybe yeah. it's not an official Google app. Maybe it was a, a third-party Google reader app. I don't know if it was, but I don't have a, an Android, as you know, because I'm a Google right. uh, Apple fanboy. Right, right. Forgot um, about that. Yeah, yeah. So there's, <laughs> I was surprised by the lack of support for something like that because it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people use, not just pro- professionals in marketing, but in a lot of different industries that, that they, there's news they got to keep up with all the time and they, and they, and they have blogs and things that they, they read all the time and they want to you know, find out what's going on. It's current. When they say that here in the blog post, it says while the product has a loyal following over the years, usage has declined. So on July 1st, 2013, we will retire Google reader users and developers interested in RSS alternatives can export their data, including their subscriptions with Google takeout over the course of the next four months. So there's that at least I guess. Why wouldn't they just open source it and just say here and let somebody I heard what Feedly was where a lot of people were going, but Feedly's down for the count right now because of this, maybe. Or does anybody what use about the, what about Feedburner? Wasn't that one down for the count uh, at one? Well, that was two? another one Google killed because of what declining usage. I'm sure. Is that totally dead already? It or I don't think on, it was dead yet. I thought it was on life support though. On its way, yeah. Why did why do they have to kill? What do they what does it cost them to keep Google Reader going? I don't think it's so much as that. I think it's the cost in mind units, you know, mind resources. They don't want anybody wasting time on it, I guess. So cuz yeah, what is it for a company like Google to keep a a service like that running? I mean, it's really nothing. But it's the new I mean the the head wants to focus in on things they said fail quick iterate fast and this is just all part of that it just sucks that things that we have adopted into our lives are getting caught up in that because of not enough usage fail quick iterate fast so this can you say it started in 1995 05 2005 okay well still it's 
I mean, it's but this that. is also going through and saying, okay, we've we've killed all this other stuff. We've refocused. Now, what else can we kill? So, Reader was on that tail end probably, and now the second wave of of let's spring clean again, and, and it happened to be on on the block. You got to give Google credit, though. I mean, at least they're not Yahoo, where they keep old services around, and then the <laughs> links don't work, and you click it, and you get four hundred four errors, no matter you know. Yahoo, I'm just I'm just bragging on. Just know, trying to. It's okay. Make Yahoo's making a comeback. Hey, who owns Orca? Google. Is Google still? So is that still running? It is in Brazil. <laughs> You know, okay, so why is that still available? Cut that off. Well, isn't it, didn't they incorporate it into Plus? I I don't know. I only used Orkut once ever, (laughs) like literally once in my life. You know, this, it's maybe a little bit scary because like maybe they're going to say, oh shit, we got to get rid of Blogger one day because we've got Google Plus or something. But at least Boy, with that, they're giving you cool. an alternative. This, they're just killing it. There is no, there's no Google offered alternative, at least. Right. And of I course, you can you can get your so well established. Yeah, I don't know. It happens. I mean, it's it there's no alternative. Absolutely no alternative. That not, not that Google. does what this does, right? As far no, as being able, not to... even Google. Yeah, there's nobody out there that does something like this. At, at that level. So does this open up a niche spot for some developer to be like, I mean, how hard is it to make something like that? Probably not that. The hardest part of it is scaling it, right? And having the back end to support the the adoption of it. Which we know they got that. They do, yeah, but not some poor developer that's going to come along and be like, I'll, I'll continue this. Maybe yeah, we can get some, yeah. some Google people to do 20... 20- you might have a business right there, you know. Better go back to school, learn how to code. You know, where is the way <laughs> Google makes any money off of Reader is by understanding, you know, being able to better focus hands on people, right? Well, and they speaking of ads, there was, yeah, there was something yeah. that I just saw come across the Android feed. I, I posted in the Attack of the Androids community about Google play pulling all of the ad blocker apps i know jared rumler jay rummy the guy who codes uh liberty uh i forget what his older os but uh rummy jar or whatever gummy jar uh he showed he posted the letter that he got about them and it said that that your app interferes with functionality or something with some of our partners. It was worded kind of weird, but basically you're blocking ads. We, Google, are an ad company. We can't have this, so we're pulling your app. Now you can still get this in third-party app stores, but it's not going to be on Google Play anymore. So I don't know. They're making changes, and and kind of continuing with the, the Google changes here, they just they didn't get rid of but they're merging Android and Chrome. So Andy Rubin, he was the senior vice president who was in charge of Android. Uh, He's going to not be doing that anymore. And he has been replaced by Sundar Pichai, who is the senior vice president of Chrome. So what do you guys, what do you think of that, Ant? I don't think that makes any sense considering it's two different uh, entities. But is this... I I know it's all Google. (laughs) Is this like Microsoft and Internet Explorer? Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to work out well. Hopefully they'll dog food more. Yeah, I didn't think it made any sense. You know, Chrome is Chrome, and it it has its own 
It even has its own ecosystem. So there's the Chrome, there's whatnot. Chromium, there's yeah. Android, then there's the Android Open Source Project. Then there's yeah. So is this is this the first step of Android and Chrome OS being merged? This is the first step of Antitrust. Antitrust. Yeah, oh, right. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, don't don't they have an on-site FCC liaison? <laughs> They're the, just like yeah. I'm moving in. <laughs> they need it. Uh, they need it. I'm also watching you Microsoft. Same guy. I just I just guy. don't dig it. I I think they're better off you what know having that? someone that's already inside of the the Android side of things. Well, and Andy you know? Rubin, if you remember, he he was kind of the one that took over and made Android what it is yeah. right now. I mean, he made it great. He made it mass adopted. He he did right. good things. And maybe his time there, maybe they want him to to work on other things. I remember seeing a quote that said they want him to to do more moonshot stuff, like you know get get these newer things up to the point where Android was and, you know, we'll let this yeah, guy. I wonder if he's just trying to get into something else outside of Google too, you know, because from what I've read, he, he's an entrepreneur at heart. Yeah. You know, could be, well, he's probably trying to get on out the door. Yahoo action. Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> Selling my stuff. I mean, but you know, that's how they do it in, in the corporate corporate yeah. world though. The, the people in the higher ups, they, they typically have their little step down moments to try other things and focus on other things within the department. Hey, I mean, hey, you remember that? You remember that executive that left Apple to go run J.C. Penny? What was his name? <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care what his name is. He's a loser. He's gonna. Do he went to run <laughs> J.C. Penny. <laughs> he pissed lost. somebody off royally. They lost so much money this quarter. Uh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Technically, they lost a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they said uh, at first, this article off the Bits blogs on the New York Times, they say at first Google said they were separate. Chrome was for computers and the web, and Android was for touchscreen mobile devices and apps. But the lines among the devices have blurred. Now you see the Chromebook Pixel, which has touchscreens, and people use mobile devices the way they used to use computers. So yeah, maybe maybe it is. Maybe they're just they because it seemed to me like why would you release a Chromebook that had a touchscreen and just have a browser on it when you do have this full touch operating system that you could put on it? I would rather have a Pixel running Android than just running Chrome browser. If I want to run Chrome browser in Android, I can open it up. Like it it seems weird, you know? Like not, why? I don't I don't know. Not to get too nerdy, but. Isn't it two different kernels? You know, Android is one kernel, and well, yeah, one's Java-based, and what's kernel? what's Chrome written in? See, I, I it's all know. HTML5. I thought was is it not? Someone I, should I don't know. Google I that. Can't, can't answer that, but it, I would assume that they're two different two different if kernels. If Google's gonna try to emulate Windows 8, all bets are off. Sell, sell, sell. Do you Google. think that's where this is? God, that would that's be terrible. Why that is happening for sure. Mm. Touchscreen laptops. <laughs> Come on, that's where that came from. So from the Stack Overflow site, they say if uh, Chromium, mostly Ubuntu, Google contracted with Canonical to do the majority of the work. Uh, it's, it's ambiguous. Chrome OS consists of a variety of components coded in different languages. The kernel is a Linux kernel, so it's okay. primarily written in C with some assembly. Chromium itself is written in C++ with a bit of C. Uh, and then all the Python scripts, shell scripts, X, and and whatnot. So, it's okay, it's well, a it's a mess. Then. 
And here, right in the next comment, it's a Yaud, yet another Ubuntu derivative. <laughs> we like our yet another's here on, yeah, on Yauds. So maybe they are pretty much blended together then. So so what does that mean for Ubuntu Touch? <laughs> That's a good question, considering that they had all of these um, OEMs lined up for when they release later in the fall. Well, and what's Canonical thinking? They're like, you're going you're gonna to do what? About us. Canonical got other issues well, to worry about too. That's, that's a good point. Because people are not happy with them with what they're doing to to their Linux derivative. Anyway, you know. Yeah, that happens. That definitely happens. So uh, let's shift gears a little bit. And you posted about first we saw that there was some hacking going on. Always, always some hacking going on. The U.S. calls out China. And is basically, and I'll quote this from Mark Rusinovich, the guy that wrote Zero Day and Trojan Horse. Uh, he said, "My, uh, the U.S. says to China, stop taking our lunch money. <laughs> like, basically, <laughs> just, like, calling them out. Like, hey, quit, quit picking on me, guys. I swear, you pick on me 13 or 14 more times, and I'm out of here. <laughs> I told my brother. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? Uh, so, and and then uh, who got hit? There was some big name targets that got hit. Jay-Z, Beyonce, some others. Jay-Z, Beyonce, <laughs> but not to mention... And like docs, not just hacks. President. They got fully like docs, like credit... White House. Yeah, right? they, they, got, they got the vice president and they also got the first lady. Yeah. This was yesterday. And you know, Matt, last week we were asking... Wait, 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 who, but they got next? Beyonce though. Which yeah. is more important, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what's funny. That's what's funny because the headline I saw yesterday, it started out Jay-Z and Beyonce. Who was in the headline and who wasn't? It tells yeah. you and what we're... It was we're... a picture of Jay-Z. But then as I read on, it said also... It's like, oh, and by the way, problem. POTUS and the Lotus here also <laughs> got it. Like, what? Oh, we did an East Coast, West Coast thing, except it's China, U.S., it's like East Hemisphere, West Hemisphere, son. When the East meets West, it's going to be bloodshed. Watch out. We got gang signs and I know. That's it's crazy. It's completely, completely <laughs> but crazy. You, but do you remember last week you were asking who's going to be next because we had Evernote got hit and all yeah, of that? Yeah, Facebook. And... I mean, everybody's getting hit. Or they've I gotten you, I hit. I didn't see this coming. No, no. But so if if you look at I got things a like that's been getting hit for about uh, nine months now, you for, know this man. Yeah, yeah. Since it's yeah. gotten put up, basically, I've, I've been getting attack after attack after attack, and the servers are either China or Iran or Russia, Russia or like Eastern Europe, yeah. Europe or somewhere. Yeah. Now, what oh. Mike doesn't know is that he probably shouldn't be using unpatched IIS to run his website. He's using IIS? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Are you? Are you, Mike? <laughs> I'll put you on the spot here. But... I was about to reach through this hangout. IIS? Unpatched IIS. Nothing better. But Ooh. so do you think it's it's one of those things like Fire Sheep? You remember when Fire Sheep came out after shortly after Fire Sheep came out, if you don't know, this was a, a little plugin for uh, your browser that would basically man in the middle intercept the 
uh, token that people would use to log into Facebook, Twitter, Google, anything that wasn't SSL. And because these major sites were not SSL back then, this, what it did when Firesheep came out and people were hacking everybody's, each other's, you know, social networks, it caused these companies to implement always on SSL. So by releasing this tool to let people run rampant hacking the crap out of each other, they... In that they they cause this evolution in technology, and now all of our networks are SSL. So, do you think this is something just showing, like, look, you're the president, you're Jay Z, you're both pwned. Like, step up your security, and now everybody as a whole. You posted an article that Obama is having a a discussion now. They forced this discussion, I feel like, for right. national cybersecurity. Now, whether or not this is going to just wreck stuff for all of us or, you know, they can figure out a way to to beef up their security without taking away our rights and liberties as as citizens, which if you go by the past, they've not been very good at that. Uh the uh, TSA is, is, is this was this just a discussion or was this a informal job interview? Why is he just pulling why is he pulling a bunch of different CEOs and asking them stuff instead of going straight to his infrastructure? Well, you know? because who's yeah, maybe that's a good point, right? Who's who's better to to have consult on their infrastructure than the people that are in the private sector doing this? And that's what the article on the Verge says that they're going to do this behind closed doors. Uh, in the situation room, uh, and they're going to talk to how how the government and private sector can best work together to improve the nation as a whole, uh, the cybersecurity. Listen, to, uh, for me... Don't you think we've got guys doing the same thing? I mean, that's the guy, the NSA guy is the one you should be talking to, shouldn't you? No, but the NSA exactly. got hit. The NSA got hit, too. Yeah, but do you, do you think for a minute we're not doing the same stuff? Everybody's doing it. Everybody. That's the thing. They need to get to a point where all of this unnecessary hacking is just causing the internet as a whole to slow down, and it's just ruining shit. Nobody's gaining anything, really. So It's an arms race, and it'll exactly. never stop. So who's yeah. going to get to the Stuxnet or whatever that's going to cause the most real-world IRL physical destruction and say, look, we, we won, now y'all back off, or it's Apocalypse 2013 up in here? Well, we already did that, and it didn't seem to stop it. Kind of. We only did it to Iran, though, and we didn't really technically do it to them. Israel kind of did. Yeah. We helped. What really bothers me about this whole discussion, right, is, is the fact that it's so misunderstood. And every time that CNN or Fox News or whatever comes out and reports on a hack or an attempt or whatever, they're talking about, usually they're talking about denial of service attack. Well, and you saw a perfect example of this when Jeff Jarvis went on the BBC to talk about the Facebook hack. And he's like, this isn't news. This happens all the time. You guys are making a scare out of this. And he told him. Denial of service attacks are the least sophisticated of all attacks. All it is is a bot. Sorry. But a bot just hitting, hitting a server over and over again, trying to get it to not be able to serve any, any more all right. Well, and uh, hey, Mike, a five-year-old could do it. Mike, did yeah, you see the China flap though? Isn't denial of service attacks? It's espionage. Right. But that's different. Is, but exactly. what the mainstream? Well, a, lot of, a lot of the time, it's it's 
A lot of the time, a, a DOS attack gets reported as this major attack. In the mainstream happened. news. But what's really happening, Larry's right, there's information on both sides being collected to see what the other is doing, basically. Mm-hmm. And as soon as something comes across one of those wires that's like, these guys have plans to drop your electrical grid or something like that out of one of Zero Day or Trojan Horse, one of those books, like then, then it'll escalate to that next level. But, you know, that- I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, and sort of parallel to this, a grad student at the University of New Mexico has been watching them for a couple of years now, and he sees he sees and has totally exposed that they are decrypting and monitoring Skype calls. <laughs> did you guys see that? I did not see that. And he's he's got a website where he keeps a uh, he, he updates. I daily thought Skype was end to end. I didn't think that was possible the way the Skype nodes were set up. I didn't either. Unless when Microsoft bought Skype, they put a backdoor into it, and that would make it possible. No, no, this is some. This is the work of a grad student in New Mexico that's been working on it for a couple of years. But he's just sniffing, right? He's not the one that actually broke the. Watching what they're doing. He he. The bottom line is he has on his website. A database that he updates daily. It's got about less when it was reported about eleven hundred words in it. Those he knows those are the words that China is looking for, and when they see those words, they know it's time for surveillance or, or uh, red flags. Uh, mm. Check it out. I put a link to it in the show notes. It came in or the no no. Pardon me. In the rundown. The rundown. That a boy. I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, yeah, it's neat. You can go there. They give some example. There's a little. I don't know how neat that is, but yeah, it's interesting. It's neat. The whole concept. Yeah. You can see what some of the terms are. You know, like if you say "reporters without borders," that's a hot term. Uh, All right. So on and so. So they're they're fishing dissidents out of the Skype pool. That's kind of creepy, especially if you're a dissident and you have this this privacy expectation that you know this yeah, is end-to-end encrypted is, who's is, the man in the middle you know like that's creepy is one of the words oh hero oh hero i'm ron exactly but it, it was a phrase like something like uh the mcdonald in front of the mcdonald's on such a street in such a city i guess there was a demonstration being planned or something wow Speaking of demonstrations in the internet, did you guys see what's going on in Brooklyn right now? I know none of us are there, but via Twitter and and the internet, you can kind of see the cops there. The Brooklyn cops shot like a 16-year-old kid, apparently, and everybody is just like protesting the crap out of it. It's like an Occupy-ish. It's what it reminds me of. And they're they want blood, man. It's it's kind of getting out of control. But again, with this technology that you know we're able to see this in real time, and it's harder for the public officials to stifle wasn't a, that. Wasn't a baby shot like six times the other day while being fed in a car? What? Probably. I don't know. That sounds about right. That's amazing that you didn't hear about that, but you heard about this other story. Yeah, I don't know. That's because it sounds like this one may end up in a riot. It's because this was all over Twitter. Because babies don't riot. Well, was anyone protesting the police because of that? Yeah, no, because apparently nobody heard about it. It's because it wasn't a cop that did the shooting. What was the baby doing, man? He was being fed. Selling meth? He was up to no good. Was he an Arab baby? 
You never know. If only he had a gun to protect himself. Like kind of a little terrorist, baby, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so what is going to come of this? This this national security, cyber wow. security meeting, the U.S. telling China to stop it or else. Like, is, you know, China is officially also told nothing? us, let's get together and stop it. A truce. Bullshit. Yeah. Both sides have said, "Let's stop." Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll both yeah. stop, yeah. and then you stop first, and then we'll stop. <laughs> okay, at the same time, I don't know you. I don't know you. One, two, ready? <laughs> okay. Is this Looney Tunes? What is this? <laughs> One other thing I read that that implied, though, who knows if anything is true is that the Chinese army is doing this and that the government really wishes they wouldn't, but they can't make them stop. Oh, really? They can't, because they're the government. Yeah, because they can't make them stop having women, babies, female babies. That came out wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean. Moving on. No, the Chinese army is not... The People's Liberation Army is is a force to be reckoned with. We're going to start getting DDoSed next. If you keep talking <laughs> trash about no, China, no. when that happens, we have arrived. Yeah, cool, Maybe some Chinese guys are watching this right now. Part, part of part of me getting DDoSed over the last six months uh, resulted in me learning how to DDoS someone. So, not using the low orbit ion cannon. No, don't do that. Because that's like one way ticket to FBI questioning yeah. cell. Yeah, don't do that, cuz. <clears throat> if you're going to do that, do it from a public Wi-Fi with your MAC address changed. I, I only DDoS myself. So. That's right. I'm pen testing. I'm pen testing myself. <laughs> All good here. Moving on. Uh, did you guys see Google I.O. sold out in 43 minutes? This is not record beating, although it is just, that's crazy to think about. 5,500 tickets in 43 minutes just gone. Uh, last year, 2012, they sold out in less than half an hour, 20 minutes to be exact. That just shows you it's a recession. I know, right? It took twice <laughs> as long from yeah, 20 minutes a, to 40 minutes. Yeah, Y'all a slip in. People had to think twice about it. They're oh, like, man, but I just okay. dropped 15 hundo on these glasses. <laughs> like, I don't know if I can make it this yeah, year, guys. People aren't going. It's people being sent by their companies. Well, so a lot of it. Really get your company to send you because then you'll get to keep the Google glasses. Will our there. company send me? <laughs> Who do I talk to about that? That would be no. <laughs> Negative ghost writer. Gotta talk to the boss. Oh, who's, who's, the, boss, who's right? the boss? Tony Danza. Come on. <laughs> it's amazing that they can still pull this off, you know. But Is it, though? Because, I mean, I feel like what else is out there? Like, for developers, it's Android, it's iOS. So you have mobile, or what's what's Apple's conference? Macworld? Um, what's it Mac called? Macworld. Much Mac? better put together. I just watched the, the last year's conference, and it was dreadful of io oh jesus that larry that sergey sergey brin or sergey mm-hmm. he does not he she has no business on a stage i'd right. i'd put mike boudet up on a stage before i'd put sergey brin up on that a stage you, that's right me and I you io i'll i'll host umc io 2013 there we you go. know see i don't have a problem with with vit gondotra when he's running things and and the um <clears throat> I have a problem when Sergey Brin interrupts Vic Gondotra for a freaking 10-minute Google Glass show-off, yeah. <laughs> jumping out of planes and stuff. 
Yeah. That was entertaining, though. I don't know. I, it, it, it was. Okay. And, and then who was that chick that was on there, too? Because she was just completely not prepared. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All I that. watched was the the jump out of the plane glass thing, and that was it. It was during that. She just had no idea what she was saying, had just completely unprepared. I mean, you're. It, this is important, guys. Let's get together. This is your yearly. What do you think they're going to give away this time? Pixels, pixels, Chromebook pixels, maybe. Yeah, I think they have pixels. version two of Glass. I think they're gonna finally deliver version one of Glass <laughs> that <Yeah>. people <laughs> you talk people version got two, last really? year. It's almost a year, right? Yeah, you pre-ordered. Not deliver version Isn't that long? Yeah, they pre-ordered. The developers got their cubes back at last IO. You lined up yeah. for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. No, they, they aren't the guys that bought Google Glass last year still don't have it. No, a lot mm-hmm. of them. Or have anybody? Has anybody gotten them yet? No one. If it if it's the case, we'd have heard about it. Because they so had those developer farms that they were doing mm-hmm. around Glass. I I understood that to be that they were bringing the developers had theirs and they were all meeting. So maybe that's not how that. Some hmm. developers may have them, don't you think? I I I doubt it. Well, I'm sure they use, I bet they're using emulators like they did with the Ah, that's probably you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably yeah. exactly right. So, all right, uh, Mike, let's. You brought up this uh, whole Maxis just completely failing. I mean, this is like epic Google Play failing to keep a Nexus Four in stock for ten minutes. Like epic failure. Yeah. You, tell us. What happened? On a different level altogether. This is uh, Sim City. If you guys know Maxis created, the you guys Sims. remember Sim City? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sim yeah. Tower, mm-hmm. Sim City, Sim Coaster, Sim Trains. Sim, I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm 38 <laughs> years old, so Sim City, eh? Like um, the original. <laughs> yes, the original. <laughs> they just came out with the most anticipated video game in. Ever, I think. I think ever, really, if you if you look at the, the numbers. This is uh, something they announced about a year ago. Um, and they did three betas. I was part of all three betas. All right. Uh, over the last six months. The launch was last, last month. And uh, completely shat the bed. Completely... <laughs> Just completely <laughs> without remorse. Just like, first day of the launch. <clears throat> nobody can download the game. Second day of the launch. Nobody can download the game. Who did their infrastructure? Sony? <laughs> I mean, like, this is pretty for a company this large, like you can't scale. Is this them underestimating how popular that game would be? They beta tested. Was this not happening in the beta? Like, holy crap, guys, we're going to need to increase our load by 148%? Are you serious? <laughs> you are that 120% is what you, in 48 hours, you built up 120% more server capacity. Like, you couldn't do that 82 hours ago? Like, why? I don't understand that. So this is what the VP, Lucy Bradshaw, <clears throat> said in a blog post after being asked, so what went wrong? He said, the short answer is, a lot of people logged in more than we expected. 
Or people played and played in ways we never saw in the beta. How are you playing like upside Wait, down? You're not talking are you talking about downloading or playing online? Playing yeah, it's all online. He says, Okay, we agree. That was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you got us. But we are committed to fixing it. Well, yeah, you can't just be like, Well, that didn't work. What's next? <laughs> You know, I, I don't understand. You look at people like that, and you look at the the folks at the Call of Duty franchises. They have gone through this for the last three or four years themselves. But that's what I'm you saying. There was big. nobody you could call to be like, yo, uh, we're releasing this game. How do you scale? Like, there was nobody that's ever done this before in the numbers yeah. you're expecting. Really? Now, granted, granted, Black Ops 2 did a lot better disco around with far as the Call of Duty franchise goes, but... You, you, again, all of that stuff is in the news all the time. So game developers that's going to be doing all these massive online games, they they should know, okay, I better get ready for it because... They should just play an online game. I mean, yeah. they should play an online game. Shadow Let's... Gun Dead Zone didn't have those problems on Android Man, or iOS. I, I know you hate this, but if you've ever played World of Warcraft, you log on. There is a plethora of servers you can choose. Yeah, yeah. To log in. Yeah. I logged in the first day. This the most anticipated game in history. History. <laughs> the first launch day. I log in. There's five servers Only available. Five. <laughs> Worldwide. Only America East, North America West, oh, Eastern no. Europe, Western oh, no. Europe, and Asia. They should have went with five. Amazon. They should have just called Amazon up. Hey, we're going to need, um, what's oh 148% more than five? <laughs> we're going to need to paint this in the beta. <laughs> Mara! Just put That's it back in beta. We'll pretend this never happened, okay? <laughs> and we'll try again with your 120. Three betas. <laughs> you know, this has been such a roar on social media. If you go through your social streams, you see so many people pissed about <laughs> about this. Seventy game. bucks I paid for this freaking game. <laughs> so, can you get your money back for not being a satisfied Maxis customer, or what? I'm gonna ask American Express that question tomorrow. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Can't, can't you play SimCity all by yourself? You don't have to be on. Yeah, Isn't that the beauty of DRM? That's, good well, that's point, thing. Good point, sir. That yeah. is the thing. And a lot of a lot of fans were very very upset way leading into the into the launch of the game about this. It's a server based game, yeah. but only always not on. play the game unless you are connected to the internet. in single player. Oh. For the sole purpose of DRM, basically, making sure that you're not playing a hat copy, which if it's single player, you should be giving away single player for free anyway. Let's be honest. People will pay for the online capability of multiplayer once your single player game gets boring. Yep. But you should put that out there. How are you going to play SimCity on an airplane? (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) 
It's easy, man. You do in-flight Wi-Fi and get one of those five servers. I don't know about you, but when <laughs> when I'm in the bathroom taking a major yes, I don't get crap for reception, okay? There is no signal back there. If I want to play some SimCity, <laughs> God. Hey, when's the last time you wanted to play SimCity on an airplane, man? I, I don't know. I wasn't a big SimCity <laughs> fan, to be honest. <laughs> Sim Tower was my thing, but even that. Oh, the people no, start getting Sim angry because you put a restaurant underneath their house, and I'm just like, you know what? Burn the whole fucking <laughs> thing down. The I wrath. want this game. I want this game, but I've been hearing all of this flax. Like, I, I never a, get to play it. I mean, it. great game if, if it were finished and properly infrastructured, but they just... They just totally well learn from your mistakes. Whatever doesn't kill you only makes you stronger, I guess. <laughs> so does it look like I, we won't see another Sim City for about five, six years? Is that how uh, they roll? Give it this time. It was about ten years. So it was, yeah. hasn't it? It's been that long. Wow, yeah, I, I knew it's been a while. What's that, Larry? They've done other games in the era. Well, The Sims weren't they focusing on The Sims? Yeah, they focus on the Sims. They have about. Did you uh, focus part- on the Sims, Mike? I I got sick of the Sims real fast. Really, I never got into that. It just seemed like I could it's, go outside it, and do this. It's like Guitar Hero. Like if I'm gonna spend this much time like perfecting my social skills, I want to go out outside and. No, do listen, it. the Sims. You have eight functions, right? You can sleep. You can eat. You can piss. You can take a shower. You could go to work. You could take a yes or a no. Or you could uh, watch TV or some other thing. That sounds riveting. Yeah, I can do that in real life. I'm doing that right now in (laughs) real life. Sims party. And still losing. (laughs) And still lose. What's the cheat code? Hold on. (laughs) It didn't go bad. Yeah. Exactly. So you had an interesting response from them on Twitter. Did you want to mention that before we move on, Mike? Uh, yeah. So uh, the company said on Twitter, hey, uh, uh, EA does not force design. Okay, so here's the funny part, right? So a lot of, a lot of fans that are talking about Maxis and how, how far they've slipped from where they were, you know, 15 years 10 ago. 10 years ago, a decade. How long ago, however sure. it was. They're saying that it was because EA bought them back in, I think it was 96, 97, uh, and enforced these uh, sort of procedures and rules upon them. So they're like fighting back and they're saying EA did not force design upon us. We own it. We are working 24-7 to fix it and we are making progress. Which is, you know, and you were highly criticized for this early on when news broke. You were doing online-only DRM. See the Reddit AMA disaster. I mean, you know... You you beta tested that, and people said, mm, probably not a good idea, and you, what'd you do? <laughs> you went and did it anyway. And you know what? Karma it. is a biatch. I'm One just more saying. Thing. One more thing. The, the CEO came out, and they said that they were going to give everybody that bought the game a free game from the catalog, from the EA Ooh. catalog. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. They put they a nice PlayStation. little need for yeah. speed, maybe? Awesome. They put a, they put a, a whole blog post up with a link and everything so where, where you could get the game and then it 404 <laughs> and it's oh, still no. 404ing to this day you should take yeah. some of your 120% over server capacity and put like 10% more over there oh man Come 
Or get a Squarespace site for... I mean, like... <laughs> come on. Spawn new instances. <laughs> like, you are completely failing on so many fronts technologically here. It's, it's not even... And these, and these people are making a gazillion dollars. Oh, and that's what they do! 70 bucks a game, dude! A gazillion dollars in revenues, yet they can't figure out backbone. You know? Yeah. Well, and maybe that's what they get for being, you know, you know what's about their you know what. You'll make me make me have to log in online so you can be like, is this yours? Let me see your computer. Hey, come here. Let me see that. Is this yours? Is that your serial number? Is that Larry? You think a publicity stunt? I mean, it's kind of half joking, but <laughs> worst. This is worse than Microsoft talking? dropping butterflies all over New York and getting fined for littering way back in the day. <laughs> Do you remember, remember that, that. when yeah, MSN, dude? That's this. It's like before you guys were bagging on uh, that demonstration of glass at the Google conference, right? You said it was really poorly done. But how much publicity did they get out of that? A lot, oh, yeah. a okay, whole lot, point. all you of them. You know what was great about that one thing? That 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 thing though, at they they had like about five different instances where somebody could have died live during that. Oh yeah, thing, is that you, what dying would look like from Google? Like from the yes, glass experience? Here's what dying. <laughs> you can share this with your friends, except you died. <laughs> That's Funerals awesome. will never be the same. Check this out. Oh, man. <laughs> Faces of death, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, there was a part where Sergey panicked and he was like, no, 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 we're on the third floor. Don't keep going. Don't cut keep to commercial. Going. Cut to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, man. Ant, tell us about the consequences of being geeky, nerdy, and dorky. Of of riding nerdy. What What's the consequences <laughs> of riding nerdy? Well, you guys remember last week I was talking about Ubuntu Touch and trying to get it on my tablet, right? Yeah. And I, I, I went through that and had my ups and downs with it. The Ubuntu website gives you a nice little tutorial and they tell you you have to do this on a Linux computer and it you read through it and it's pretty pretty straightforward and not very difficult to do it's all done in the command line sure you know so I'm thinking all right cool I tried it out and of course what I call Aunt Pruitt's law it fails and I ended up pretty much breaking my Nexus 7 tablet um did you get but, the copyrights from Murphy for uh, for that? I didn't say Murphy's. I said Aunt. No, Pruitt's. I know, but well. you're stealing the same idea. <laughs> I just didn't know if you like cleared you're that. You're assuming or... I'm stealing that idea. Oh, okay, you're okay. You know, <laughs> don't play lawyer ball with me. <laughs> get your back speak out of here. <laughs> but no, I got that thing, and and it just it just got stuck in a boot loop, and it it, it was pretty scary and I couldn't figure out what was wrong and I tried all of the different little toolkits and whatnot and I started thinking okay what are these toolkits doing and you have to dig into it and that was what I was thinking okay damn man you're getting pretty nerdy right now and spent a Saturday afternoon reading through what goes on behind the scenes of all the scripts that these point and clicks are 
are yeah. running in the behind the scenes, behind the GUI. Yeah, sure. All of these programs, you just hit one or hit two. And they were and, doing probably know. the same thing that you were actually typing in longhand. That's exactly what I figured out. And right. I thought about it, and I said, you know what? This is this is going to help me in the long run if this ever happens again. Because um, it reminded me of me breaking my Droid X. Yeah, and, and getting through the ADB <laughs> recovery. Oh, man, I remember yeah. that. You only do it once. You only do that once, and then you never. (laughs) Right. And so I got to the point where I ran that that whole script again, and it it bombed again. And then I fixed it, and then I ran it again, and it bombed again, and I fixed it. So now I'm fairly comfortable with going through a manual install of of putting an operating system on on a tablet. I mean, we've all installed operating systems on computers whether it's you know some windows boot disk yeah it is a little different if you think about it yeah but this it was just it scared me at first but it ended up being better in the long run for me because next time this happens i know where this starts you know what's that mike what do you put in the cd (laughs) yeah (laughs) right not happening not happening. Where is All the I boot manager you, on this? How do you boot to disk? I don't get ADB it. ADB devices, fast yep. boot commands. And if you look on my blog, I wrote it up on here, and it, a lot of people have read it, and I've gotten some funny comments in social media about it. But, you know, I, I went through hell to get that figured out, and I got back out of it. So I'm pretty proud of it, and I'm I'm thinking – that's something that a lot of us geeky folks should look at. I mean, there's a lot of different toolkits out there for jailbreaking and rooting. But nothing is like getting to the command line and really becoming intimate with your code. Yes. Yes. And if you were wondering, ADB stands for Android Debug Bridge, a tool used to connect and send commands to your Android phone from a desktop or laptop computer. You know, man, I went to sleep, and every time I'd close my eyes, I'd see that purple prompt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dollar sign. <laughs> What's yeah. next? It, 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 was, it, was, it was a lot of fun, but it was, it was a little um, scary at first. So, But like I said, people in the geek community, it's good to try to take a look at some things and get a little nerdy from time to time. You know? I got I to gotta get an Android, man. Wait, yeah, whoa! What did you Remember just say? I last time, I need I need command line on my phone. You can't do that. You can't hook up that little iPhone to your Mac and go into terminal. Mac runs on BSD, dude. I don't know if you know this or not, but that's pretty much command line terminal. <laughs> Unix, Unix back in. I can't figure that out. I think you you no. click on the colored apple. You know, I'll drop now down. Wing, <laughs> now, now, now the wheels are turning yeah, in his culture. head. Yeah, <laughs> but I That's watched so awesome. today, not to necessarily plug the Twit network, but I watched an old episode of Know How with Ayaz Akhtar, and they were talking about rooting and jailbreaking. And the whole show, he just went through going, went through little toolkits. You know, you click this, you click that, make sure this is plugged in, and you just watch it and let it run. But if they, when they zoomed in on that iPhone, because they was jailbreaking an iPhone. When they zoomed in on it, once this particular toolkit was running, you could see all of the terminal commands just going on the back end, you know. And I'm thinking, all right, they should probably break that down so people can have an understanding of what's going on a little more. That'd be a cool course. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. Definitely a cool course. (laughs) What? (laughs) I I was just saying, that would be an awesome YouTube video. Right. 
break that down, you would get like a, a ridiculous amount of hits. I, I, I wrote it up. I didn't put it in the video. I thought about making a video for it, but that's a lot. Well, you of better hard think again. Mount this camera. I may try it again since you said so. I mean, I got plenty of time here. <laughs> All I got is time. Lord knows. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get out of here, you want to talk about Z10 pre-orders? I kind of wanted to poke a little fun at Chris Miller, but since he's not here with us, he's the the kind of token BlackBerry fanboy. Uh, but in the in the same week, AT and T and Verizon do pre-orders for the BlackBerry Z10. They reveal an order for one million new devices. Oh my God, BlackBerry! Yeah, so not too good. Is that? I mean, they're like that's huge. Is that huge? A million? How many Android I activations a day? That. I was one? watching the stock today. How's that been doing? You got stock there also? Did you move your stock from Apple to BlackBerry? Hell no. <laughs> uh, the, last, uh, the last hour of today, the last trading hour, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, that thing moved up in, in an hour, 8%, per, 8%, and then after hours, another 2.5%. So that so it closed that? at 350 <laughs> I about more, more like $20, right? 16 yeah, is it was they moved up? Um, I guess over the last two days they've probably gone up about ten, ten to fifteen percent, right? Because yeah. yeah. they had a they had a big day Monday, I think. I like that they're releasing a device with it a dual up. a dual core one five, which is what like two year old devices on the other side of the fence have been running. It they're like here's our brand new device and it's oh a one point five gigahertz dual core, that's cool. Uh, they've moved up twenty percent in three days. Twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I give them credit. I That's. I think it's a sham. I think that BlackBerry is still BlackBerry, and everybody that saw the new phone said the same thing. It's a phone. It's got some cool stuff, but it's okay. It's not even uh, really equal with what's out there today on iOS, Android, maybe Windows right. Phone. I don't know. Well, uh, let's look at let's look at tomorrow. Tomorrow is Galaxy S4 day. Nah, and, nah. you know, you got all of these rumors of a quad-core chip and gazillion gigs of RAM. And, and you have Apple representatives just, coming out and talking crap about it. Yeah, it, it's... I'm, I'm just wondering, where, where is it... Where is the line drawn that makes us say, wow, you know, from a hardware standpoint? Um, I want a lens a, that I put in my eye and I want to plug it into the implant behind my temple. Google and that Blast. would make me say, yeah. wow. I mean, because I mean, if we get our phones, Matt, you're probably doing the same thing with your phone that I'm doing with mine. Unlimited data. Phone, yeah, I mean, yep. and even though your phone is, is a, let's say your phone is one of these brand new phones like the Droid DNA or what have you, okay? And I'm running the old Samsung Galaxy Nexus. You're not doing anything any different with your phone as far as a user experience than I am. And guess what? My year and a half old phone has a newer OS than your brand new phone does. So yeah, it, whatever. It's, it's so much other stuff that's going on besides these hardware specs that they're trying to sell us on. Where Where is the innovation? It's because on? the specs are easy to sell it on because you can list one set of specs here, one set of specs there, and the normal average user can look at the two lists, compare the higher number, and say, that one's better. And yeah. that's a great point. And that is why Apple has dropped 20%. The stock has dropped 20% in the last three months. 
They, yeah, there's not much they, innovation there. That's where yeah. the innovation was coming from. It was right. coming from Apple. And now... They should have you know, saved their innovation. They blew their innovation woes all over one shot, and they didn't save any innovation for later. But you, you, aren't you guys saying just why BlackBerry stock goes up even independent of the hardware? I mean, I wish Chris were here because he could defend it. Yeah, and we'll yeah, talk about next week. We're talking about things like having a clean separation between home and business mode. He did mention some cool stuff with yeah. the, the biz server and everything. Larry, let me ask you. It, if it's time, When it's time to get a new phone, are you going to hold on to your phone or are you going to jump on the, the next hot thing out there because of what they're specifying on the hardware side. You're asking the right guy. And he's yeah. going to no, no, ask no, us. I'm asking the right guy. No, I'm asking the right guy. This is, you're the kind of guy that, that's that true. I want to ask because you're not the, the not one that's going to go in and From risk I, and wrong. Yeah, you're not riding nerdy. I am not. <laughs> I just got a crappy. I actually use my phone as a phone sometimes. Right. Uh, no, if I uh, would change phones, I would want it to... Um, you would ask us, right? Every normal person you, has but, that yeah, nerdy no, I, friend. Thing, I don't think I'd be willing to, you know. Uh, no, I just wanted to run the most current version of, of whatever Android's operating system is that day. But right. I don't care if it's got a quad processor, dual processor, unless you guys tell me I'd notice the difference. Hey, uh, you know what I don't use on this thing? Uh, the phone. Oh, <laughs> Wait, is that an iPad mini? What is that? What are you holding up there? That's an iPhone 5. I know. <laughs> is no, that Samsung? Point, what is man. that? Who who makes that? Is that Samsung device? What, what is oh, that there? Soon cool. it will be, yes. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> when Samsung buys Apple. <laughs> the Samsung has a 13 megapixel camera, I heard. A new one coming out tomorrow. 13 megapixel, huh? 13, which I don't know why you need that many megapixels, really. But yet the HTC One has a four megapixel camera because it has a much better sensor in it. Again, the consumer is going to do like Matt says, put up the spec sheet. Do the math, dummy. Thirteen megapixels, four megapixels. This one has to be better because it's got more megapixels. <laughs> it's All like, right. well, take two pictures uh, side by side in low light and tell me which one has the best and which one's just eight megs of garbled bullshit you know yeah. here's your blurry pixels thank you all all eight million of them yes. <laughs> here's a bunch of more blurry pixels this is awesome but it takes like 50 pictures a second so you know it, it, it's so useless what larry <laughs> well come on how about the lens maybe i want carl zeiss lens i want my logitech c910 inside of my phone <laughs> Carl Zeiss lens. I, I want, I want it in my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I started watching that TV show Arrow. You guys, and you guys watch that at all? Not, neither here nor there. But I always, when I'm watching shows like this, and I watch a bunch of them because it's a new show I've just started watching, and they have a whole first season out. I always notice the technology they use, like when they're on their phones or when they're on their tablets or when the computer screens are not facing you. It has the Windows logo on the back. And every single one in that show, Arrow, it's all Windows Phone. They're on Windows Surface tablets. All of their monitors have the Windows logo, and their phone is Windows Phone. <laughs> and I thought that was, like, the best <laughs> wishful thinking ever. It was just so, so cute. The funny For me, it was funny when uh, the, the iPhone came out, and there was, like, futuristic movies coming out, and they were always using something 
that looked like a, like a Nokia flip phone. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like some sort of yeah. like there was a Star Trek communicator. Yeah, yeah, that and that's kind of what it all looked like, right? Open it up. Hold on a sec. Let me <laughs> let me find a flat surface to set this on to project my hologram here. <laughs> oh man. Uh, did you see this in the India Times beta? Aliens lived on Mars. There you wow. have it, folks. Wow. <laughs> did you know that aliens lived on Mars? You mean they don't still live there? No. Apparently they got greedy and they found religion and then they all killed themselves. So I don't <laughs> Go figure. That's not the time. Dude's on Easter Be careful. Uh, actually, that's that's just the headline. What actually happened is that they did find some uh, some signs Carbon that life nitrogen. could have at one yes. time. There you go. There but you that go. wasn't in the headline, India Times beta. <laughs> I swear, this crap on Mars is driving me nuts. But and, I and feel I, like people the see that, they, that they probably found were ant traps. Tomorrow at work, from at <laughs> least five million. different. People, they're gonna be like, "Did you hear? There's life on Mars, like right now. Did you hear? Like, I swear to God, tomorrow I, I'm gonna hear that." And this it's it's so much, man. When it said, when CNN breaking news, life on Mars <laughs> could have existed on Mars at that one a, time, eight billion years ago. <laughs> That's something we've known for decades now. Like, why is this breaking news? Because our little rover drilled a hole through some rocks. No, but they found, like, nitrogen and carbon. Yeah, they found nitrogen, hydrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, carbon, sulfur. Which they sulfur. expected to find 10 years ago. Yeah, so that well. Means there's, so that means there's diamonds on Mars? Hey, we had a war. <laughs> I mean, seriously. It was... yeah, At it, one time, it, there could have been. There could have been. Oh, man. Oh, I'm well. sorry, I'm a cynic about this Mars stuff. I, I, hey, well, don't worry, because pretty soon a comet's going to just rock Mars's world and crack it to the core, and then it's not going to freaking matter anyway, so. And we'll still call it a planet. Maybe. Well, no, it'll be like <laughs> two halves of a planet. It'll probably... <laughs> no, that probably won't happen, but it will get hit pretty pretty good. And you got to think about something else other than diamonds and bling and riding nerdy. <laughs> I don't hey, know. You, he start, can't you help start it. telling me I got carbon and pressure. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Man. Superman <laughs> and diamonds. <laughs> That's awesome. That's just me. Dead dinosaurs. Nerdtastic. Well, at least they're used to at one time probably be water life, diamonds. Life life having water drinking diamond blinging aliens just living it up next oh on science news daily jeez man <laughs> that just bugs me man and it is so much so much uh, uh uh i guess you can say intelligent prowess went into this mars rover just getting it there and controlling it from here and you know, when the thing finally landed and we got pictures of it, we got for two straight weeks pictures from pictures Mars of the Mojave just, Desert. Yeah, and it looked like the freaking <laughs> desert. And I'm like, okay, you've shown me the desert on the right side of the rover. 
But think so of it this way: like a desert on her left side of the rover too, and sure enough, that's what they showed me. Oh, for Show sure, me something else. And here's a mesa that looks something like Devil's Tower. If you've ever been towards the Badlands in the in the U.S. here, but Can just I jump in a second. Did yeah, you guys hear about the 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 uh, the planned mission to Mars with the uh, married couple? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we talked about that on the jam hole too. I think. What a disaster that would be. Well, we we said what we said is that you should get a couple that just is at the beginning of their relationship, so that five years in on their way back they'll just be getting sick of each other, not like married. Tanks off of each other. Yeah, right. Like it's gonna come back looking like the ship the Reavers flew in Serenity with like a body on the front of it for (laughs) reentry. Like it's gonna get ugly. Here, send so this twenty-year married couple. See what happens. Send them with weapons. That'll be good. <laughs> but just like picture this: your life's work was the Mars rover, and you spent all of that hard-earned knowledge to create something that is generating headlines like "Life on Mars." You know, like that's what <laughs> your that's what the public you work for is getting out of your amazing discovery. Like that's kind of disheartening to me. I don't know. No, I bet the guys themselves are really late. Oh, they're stoked for sure. But yeah. then to see yeah. what the public's getting out of it, it's like, God, that is so disappointing. I don't think they even get it, man. Oh, well, hey, isn't that? I don't know where you. Mike's found right. That. Yeah, I don't think they do. They probably say later. Sorry, like. I mean, is that quote that you got from the India Times or something? I mean, the New York Times isn't saying shit like that. I hope no. not. It's an outlier. It's because they're not in beta. Might be. Could have been. Some you know, which is, guess what? That's not news. Like we knew that a long time ago. <laughs> there could have been life all over the universe. It's a big freaking place. You confirm some minerals and 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 elements on a different world. Great, that's great. But still, not where you know you're kind of pushing it when you're putting a headline like that out. When people always bring up that, like, well, there's all these homeless, starving people here, I just keep thinking, like, maybe we could send them all to Mars, and then we wouldn't have them here. I, like, <laughs> that seemed like an easy fix, you know? Here's your colony. So wrong. You're living in a colony anyway. You're living in Tent Town. Like, I mean, what's the difference? I don't know. I just thought that would be amusing. So, with that, I think that's about all we got for you guys tonight. That's all the tech news. And that's all the tech news of the week. Thanks for listening. Listen in next week for our home gardening show. (laughs) And Mike discusses stock tips. There you go. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. (laughs) Buy oranges. Orange futures are bad. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yet another tech That's our website. Definitely check it out. Every week we do these shows. You can join us in the chat room as people were doing. You guys had a whole conversation in there. Very impressive. Better pack a yeah, lunch. When, you, when you're not talking smack about me, but. Well, <laughs> there's only 60 minutes in an episode I got to fill. You know, it's like, got to break it apart somehow. <laughs> Mike Boudet, thank you for uh, joining us. No, my pleasure. You're always welcome. Larry Press, as always. Aunt yeah, Pruitt. Good time. Nice to meet you, Mike. Where can nice the listeners find Mike? Where are you? Where are you? Miami. Miami. Whoa. The the uh, penis of the uh, the U.S. To answer Ann's question, our listeners can find Mike in Miami. 
<laughs> and he does a in comedy words, show online. In other words, what do you want to plug, Mike? Uh, amibuggingyou.com. Great comedy so. podcast. Check it out. Aunt Pruitt, smartphone photographer community, hang out Thursday nights. Yep, Thursday nights about 9.30 p.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time. Come on in, show your pictures if you're part of the community, that is, or you can just watch it live on uh, the Google Plus Hangouts, as well as check out my content on um, antpruitt.com and anewdomain.com. And I'll tell you, that uh, that community's getting pretty popular. I saw invitations on eBay going for like 400 bucks, so you got a good oh, thing man. going there. Oh, man, we can get more for it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there were some fake ones out there, but, you know, you find the real thing. And Larry Press, we always got links to your amazing blog on the site. Just go to, what is it, Google Plus. Go to Google Plus. Larry's website is Google Plus. You can find him there. Google Plus. It's got links to all of it. All right, guys. And hey, check out our new podcast over on the Simulate. It's called The Techno Optimist. We're four episodes in. Amazing interviews with techno optimists, futurists, scientists, researchers. Uh, Our last interview was with a gentleman named Duncan, who is uh, the head of the LifeNot site uh, and the Terramir Foundation. I forget, but it's all on Simulate.com for the techno optimists. LifeNot, L-I-F-E-N-A-U-T dot com. Basically, you you create a mind file, and then I, it, this stuff is so out there; it's amazing. But you put in like all of your thoughts and your social network connections, and you make a digital mirror of yourself, basically that will hopefully one day transcend the body and the flesh and live on in. Some other, yeah, it's totally crazy. You got just listen to Techno Optimist. There's uh, four it's episodes a good, out. It's a good show. Suck her up to Mars, right? Couldn't you? You could. Well, what they do is they beam it to a satellite. The lady that headed the whole thing, that started the foundation, was the lady that started the Sirius satellite radio, and she's into all like all this cool satellite tech. So they take these mine files and they beam them into space. So if you think about it, there is a an essence of you flying through the infinitus of space <laughs> at light speed. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a cool, uh, I, I, check it I out. The I universe don't... is not ready for another Larry press. <laughs> you got to see this thing. It's pretty awesome, but yeah, Actually, really I'm, like dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> but I'm alive. <laughs> oh, Chimon. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, no, See you next week. Thank y'all, everyone. Appreciate it. Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.